Fellowship of Cybertron. I am, uh, it is... April? April 2019. I am Devin, the Overlord Tarantulas. And to my left, we have Explain Why. Nicole playing Breakout, made up of Smash and Grab, who is a Wrecker Autobot. The pair. Oh yeah, and I'm the pair. And I, miss every, I miss one of them every time. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm playing Flutter, who is a neutral LV, and my playbook is the Elf. Kevin, playing Necronom, the unaligned end of days. And Peter, as sweeper of Operation Mirage, a turncoat squire. That's right. So, we're all in a little bit of downtime after last session, which means uh, you guys are going to recover. Uh, and as the Overlord, my plans advance, but we'll, we'll cover that later, because we're going to set the scene. For a little bit of downtime. And as the Overlord, I will set the first scene. Multiplexes, um, what was the word we were using for this? Dead? Corpse? Act of transition. His funeral. The, uh, the planes around the, what was the tomb's name? The Shrine of Rust? Yes. The moon around the Shrine of Rust is somber and respectful. Uh, winds are blowing through the metal-scaped building. Um, Large parts of it are like newly fueled with raw energon from your previous excavates here, are allowing it to expand and go out into fortress mode. You know, uh, allowing it to accept more people, have more amenities, and get more defended. Uh, there's a mix of people here from the battle you just fought, Decepticons and soldiers milling about. People from the shrine have been brought back <clears throat> online, and people from Titan's Last Stand who've come in after they heard what's going on. A flurry of activity and work was being done on Multiplex's form. Uh, Ambulon and the other uh, surgeons were going through, you know, for psych, you know, for basically metacycles, moving through, repairing his body, trying to bring his systems back online. But they essentially call it uh, and come out to you guys, you know, as this prep, as this is happening, kind of in media res or in clips. Ambulon's wiping some, you know, oil off of his hands. You know, some some inner you know exchange fluid. It kind of just toss it to sweeper. Yep. Because you're collecting rags and stuff from the operation. <laughs> we uh we did the best we could for him. He's talking to you three, by the way. But there's not much more that can be done. Um, we stabilized the frequency of his spark oscillations, but he's in stasis lock. He'll be out out there for multi cycles, mega cycles. It's hard to say. I think we need to start talking about internment and internment and. Uh, yeah, you know, the ceremony. What are you talking about, you quack? <laughs> he's not... He's, he's... He's a titan. He can't be brought down that easily. He's just, uh... He just needs a little time to rebound. That yeah. time will be in megacycles. He's, no. Uh, he's a lot bigger than us, son. The, uh, the time he needs is going to be measured quite longer than the time you and I will need. We'll need. Bigger bodies need bigger maintenance and bigger uh, cycles. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. My, my, my people have stories and legends of his people that have been passed down through mega cycles. And uh, simple, simple combat can't fell, can't fell them like that. You, I mean, where did you get your degree? Uh, degree? It's been a while since the war when this place did. Flutter. <laughs> I mean, you saw Metroplex. Yeah, and I see him right now. No, sorry. 
Metroplex. Metroplex is the giant out in Titan's Last Stand. That's yes, insane. that's that's who I was yeah. meaning. Yeah. You saw Metroplex. He was felled in a fight too. It can happen. They must have used some secret weapon on Metroplex. Yeah. On, uh, on Metroplex, but I I saw the fight with Multiplex. Kid, I was it, there when Metroplex went down. He uh, he drained himself dry and went to stasis. It wasn't no Decepticon secret weapon. He he drained himself for the arc to take off. Well, you're nothing but a liar. You're lying about Metroplex, and you're lying about Multiplex. <laughs> and that was no simple combat we were in. We all saw that weapon. If anything was a secret weapon used on a Titan, it was whatever that ship was. Rhinox, you know, approaches. His spark is stable. It hasn't joined the Matrix, but... He will be communing with his ancestors for quite some time, finding harmony within his systems and coming to a greater understanding of himself as he sleeps along with the planet's rhythm. Sometimes our people, he gestures to all of you guys, find wisdom in the silence of the Maker's uh, pulse. That sounds like the excuses of someone who couldn't do their job. He just, he just kind of nods, lets you talk at him. Is there nothing we can do to, to uh, quicken his recovery? Anything we could recover? No, it's a mess in there. Uh, we, we've applied, you know, inorganic metals and, you know, patches, but it's going to take forever before his body accepts it and then rebuilds it into Cybertronian flesh. Well, I suppose here, if anywhere, is where best recover. Well, clearly we need to get him to better healers. What would you suggest? You've seen the wasteland out there. This is the best we can give him. This, I'm going to gesture at them, <laughs> is not the best that we can give anyone. This is... This is this is a hack job of patchwork. We need to get him to, to actual professionals who can take a look at him and fix his systems. I mean, he's just, he just needs a little bit of, of a refresh. Don't know how to cut it to you, kid. Most of our professionals were on the Ark, and uh, they've been gone. Is this your first uh, casualty in this war? Titans don't die. Never thought I'd feel old. He isn't. He hasn't joined the the Zandulon. He hasn't joined the Matrix. But so you're saying there's hope? He's in stasis lock. He's in a deep stasis cycle while his body and mind recovers. The shock wasn't just to his physical being. That kind of damage wreaks havoc on the spark. Spark. When when faced with such horror and pain, it it looks to free itself of its physical moorings and rejoin the one. And we were able to keep it in his chassis long enough to get his vital systems back up and running, but... Well, you don't know Metroplex like I know Metroplex. He doesn't go down that easy. They, uh... Yeah, they'll hang out with you while they give the bad diagnosis like a doctor would. <laughs> well, you know, grieving, anger, the <laughs> yeah. all part of the, you know, cycle. Yeah, exactly, and he's so young that... Yeah. 
Eventually, time will pass, though, as it'll cut to the uh, the act of transition, where you know there, there's kind of a speed up where the base is built out, Multiplex's body is brought in on like people like tow him and stuff because he's in vehicle form, his alt form, and uh, he's brought into the, uh, the the center of the uh, uh, the shrine and like put on like you know elevators and stuff, like large lifts. And yeah, people gather around. Most of the faces you've met are here, hanging out. Uh, Drift is presiding over the ceremony. They put a pedestal at the front. They've lit, you know, like like uh, like um, you know, fusion lamps of remembrance and stuff. They have arcs, arc welders going, and uh, yeah, they're ready to go right on into this. You know, Decepticon symbols are kind of everywhere, draped over his body in like large, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kevlar tabards. Well, a warrior's funeral. Let me, uh... Let me just, let me just move over. <coughs> uh, one moment, if we have to pause. Alright, we're back for the actual act of transition. So yeah, Drift is up at the podium. You know, he's draped in ceremonial robes that, you know, they're the Decepticon colors, have the symbolisms on them. They look pretty ceremonial, you know? I don't know how you're imagining them, but that's what they're like. <laughs> He just, yeah, everyone is here and everyone kind of is at attention and has like, you know, they're, they're like, you know, they're at arms. <clears throat> we gather here today to mourn the passing of one of our comrades in battle. Met, uh, multiplex, last of the great active titans, Decepticon war machine, breaker of sieges, crusher of armies, collector of resources we so righteously deserve, has gone into the deepest stasis law. Though his spark does not rejoin the matrix and he does not become one, his size and grandiosity reminds us that even though some are born to greatness and some attain greatness through their own power, greatness is not inherent as a quality, it is gained through the strength of arms of the fellows that gather around them as witness to this crowd to mourn the passing of such a legendary warrior. Metro Titan, or Multiplex, was Spark's twin to Broadside, MIA, family to Dive Bomb. He was warband with Breakout, Necronaut, Flutter. Ally to Megatron, MIA. Ally to Frankenstein, KIA. Ally to Killdozer, MIA. Ally to Drift. Ally to Red Cipher, KIA. Ally to Skycore. Ally to Sitrep, MIA. Ally to Counterpunch, MIA. And Ally to Waylay, MIA. Let a, he let a hero such as this be judged also by the quality of his enemies. Cup. Sideswipe, M.I.A. Blur, Punch, Optimus Prime, M.I.A. I would now invite his allies and warband to come up and speak on behalf of the departed. Yeah, that's you guys. You're his warband. I'll say something. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Cybertronians get drunk? Oh, you bet they do. Okay. He had booze. She has booze. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> when you had like a thimble. 
I've got a little thing of elven wine. LV wine. <laughs> Let's disgrace this fucking funeral. <laughs> Multiplex and I travel together. He was the first Titan I know. And he'll be the last Titan I know. He was a companion to us all. And more than that, he invited us all inside him. He was our home, along with our ally. And if you think he's out, well, you're a fool. He's going to wake up, and he'll be back with us soon. Here's to you, Multiplex. Pour your drink out from this <laughs> coffin. Sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who from the NPC side will come up? I thought it would be great. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Nitro Zeus will walk on up. It's me, Nitro Zeus, mourning amazingly. I knew Multiplex, but he probably didn't remember me much, which is hard because of how much I shine and how bright I am. We fought on Talos Four. I was part of his raid group. He dropped right on top of an, of an entire swarm of Autobots and saved the day for us. We knocked over all those med centers and drained them dry. This one's to you, Multiplex, wherever you are. And then he raises his hand up to the sky, and then he points down at his giant body, because he's right in front of us. <laughs> wherever you are. Who's next? Do you know what you want, sir? Currently uh, figuring it out. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll go up. I'm not a, uh... We're not a bot of many words, but... Multiplex was the inciting force to help us acknowledge and maybe remember that not all Decepticons are your Megatrons, your war criminals, your Decepticon scientists. In the background, uh, Inferno, who remember Carver's face with the Decepticon symbol, Megatron lives, boo! <laughs> Some Decepticons hold true to their original intention and morality, despite the horrors of the war. Multiplex was one such, and I'm glad to have known him. Right. <laughs> uh, Necronom will step up next, or... NPC, then... Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a Decepticon soldier walks up, you know, just one of those generic troopers that haven't quite gotten a personality figured out yet. Um, I was there when Multiplex and Frankenstein drained one of the last remaining Energon reserves, uh, helping propel us towards the last assault of the Ark. Uh, he was very calm, wise, and friendly. Alright, Necronom will come up next, kind of brush himself down. Multiplex was, is, sturdy, dependable, unflappable. He saw the good in any cause, no matter how hard that good might have been to see. And, hell, he had one hell of a pitching arm. He was one of the first Cybertronians I met upon my return to Cybertron, and it was meeting him that gave me hope for a future, even in these bleak times, of coexistence and peace. Rest comfortably, friend. 
Rise will rise on up. Other people come and talk a little bit more, but he'll come up. And they finally give the kind of, you know, to all our one. And like, we all join hands and form the circle. And like, everyone's kind of joining hands together and stuff. And uh, as your body is slowly with that brought down the elevator shaft out of sight. And then the, the bunker door closes over top of it, forming the Septicon symbol. Oh. A nice place to be buried. An appropriate resting place while you're in stasis lock. Top men are taking care of it. Ah. And uh, that's the funeral. Time for the wake. <laughs> yeah, it's awake now. Everyone goes and starts start shooting off into the sky. Oh my god, Multiplex is awake. I knew it was you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's your guys' table. What do you want to do in this downtime? In general, doesn't this have to be the wake, I guess? We're back at like the, um, the Temple of, Hospital. Yeah, the Shrine of Rust. The, the Med Center. A lot of Decepticons milling about. A lot of, you know, Autobots, too. A lot of those um, harbingers, I guess. The yeah, the harbingers are here too. Yeah, there's not a lot of them, but they're here. They help with the you know funerary rites and whatnot. I'm gonna drain a little bit of my energon and just kind of pour it over the symbol, the Decepticon symbol. Oh man! <laughs> and then I'm gonna wait until the wake starts and there's a big commotion, and then I'm gonna sneak off. All right, you want to sneak off? Yeah, sure. Uh, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going down to the laboratory uh, at the bottom with their big scrying device. The workshop of Adaptus? Yes. Okay. Do we want to do the wake and then come back to that, though? What are people thinking? I'm fine with him having a scene. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to do. You have to collect companions in this scene. This is your chance oh. to actually, this is your chance to get items and gear outside of what you have on your character sheet. Yeah, like I was going to say that I'm going to talk to people, but... But each, each scene that you get in a little bit of downtime is like that. And then once you do a full rotation, you can choose to go again to get more, but I get to advance shit. Yeah. So, do you want to do Tyler's thing first? Yeah, or let's, Okay, let's... that'll give you guys time to prep? Yeah. Okay. All right, you're down in the workshop of Adaptus. Is there anyone else there? Uh, that one Cybertronian. Which Cybertronian? The black box. Yeah, but do you remember his name? Uh, let's see. There it is. Hyperlink. Hyperlink. Ooh, Hyperlink. Do I trust Hyperlink? <laughs> um, hey, Hyperlink. What are you... Uh, Hello there, user. What are you up to? I'm maintaining the facility. I'm on standby mode. He's small too. He's small like yeah. me, right? Yeah, you know, he's a little bigger than you because you're freakishly small. Small with a body that's very easy to hide. Floor <laughs> <Some sore> form him. <laughs> uh, do Cybertronians get drunk the same way people do? Do they like get drunk and pass out yeah. and then pee everywhere and then get into a fight and embarrass themselves? That specifically, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you uh, you know what's going on right now? Yes, I'm currently in standby mode, maintaining the facility. No, I mean like I'm also currently engaging with you in conversation, like, like out, like out there. 
No. Uh, one of my, one of my friends. He just uh, he's down for a bit. So, I'm coming down here. You uh, you want to have a drink with me in a uh, memory? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give him a lot to drink. You get drunk? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you can get him drunk. Okay. Uh, I'll keep going forth until he passes out. Uh, and then I will go and try and interface with the scrying one. Uh, I feel like the first sip, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, little axes over his eyes. Okay. All right. Nobody you, uh, this thing. <laughs> you, rest, you rest up, little buddy. You just... Shh. Read, write, read, write, read, write. Dreams now. Um, stuff in that closet. And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll lock the door. Okay, you got stuff in the closet, lock the door? Yeah, yeah. and like bar it up too so that no one can get in. This is like a single elevator shaft that has to go up and down, so your elevator is down right now, so you'll be alerted if anyone's coming up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take out the little golden disc. You have a... So, yeah, in your hand, it's um, it's a little big. It's it's a shard of some sort of composite material they made the golden disc out on the Voyager probe. Gold. Was it, it wasn't pure gold. It was an alloy. It was probably bronze or brass. Oh. I assumed it was just like colored gold. Yeah, it's probably like some sort of, you know, high material, strength material, steel app, gold alloy. Isn't gold like super flimsy? Exactly. It's soft. Like fucking margarine. Anyway. Yeah, it's made of like, it's made of an inferior material and, and seems to have like things etched into it like runnels. And you can tell that it's a data storage device. You can't understand why it's so important. Okay. Uh, can I see how it like plugs in to the scrying device? So the intent of the scrying device and the workshop of Adaptus is the scrying device would be able to use future sight and time manipulation to mm -hmm. gather the rest of the disk and make like a, like a copy of it almost. Okay. Like a hologram almost, or like, like kind of a prediction of what the rest of the data would be. And the workshop of Adaptus could extrapolate that and actually read the data, like a CD player. Can I do that? Yeah, there's nothing stopping you. All you have to do is tell the workshop to do it. Okay. It would have been helpful if uh, Hyperlink was conscious, because he's the one who could directly do that. Yeah, I was I was debating that. You know, I knew that he would be able to help me out, um, but I don't want him to see what's going on. Yeah, easy enough. You have to basically work through the workshop and, like, you know, you load the disk in, you run it through the Oracle. Eventually, it starts spinning on its own, like a single fragment, and then like a blue light of hologram technology starts building the rest of it around it as it spins until it's like a big record plane. Okay. Um, you're bombarded with like simple uh, analog encoded data, uh, pictures of uh, carbon-based life forms, sounds of alien creatures, music from different worlds, star charts, navigation. It seems like junk data. I just focus on recording it all. I'm going to have to like pour through it later. Um, there is when I've got more of my head around me. Yeah, as you're still recording it though, there is like Cybertronian data signals in macro burned into the file. Like the actual surface of it has like more data encoding on it. Um, the images I'm seeing or the disk itself? Uh, the disk itself has like rails because it's literally like a like a record, mm -hmm. but it looks like someone burned in Cybertronian data onto it. Can I and, tell? Like, and like the system basically isn't trying to read it; it's trying to read the data built into the disk. So it, you basically have to move one layer up. Okay, I'll, I'll adjust it to read the higher layer. It's an autoplay file. It starts playing. Okay. Is it like a? Is it like an EXE? Is Audio visual. Running a program. Audio visual. Okay. 
Uh, what do I got here for this? Yeah. All right. Okay, so the screen uh, takes over and is fuzzy for a moment before it slams in on Megatron's face. Mm-hmm. You know what he looks like. Uh, so, you know, bucket helmet, he looks damaged, he's scarred up and, and looks like he's taken a hit. There's explosions in the background and red lights blaring. And, like, he adjusts the image and then moves back, revealing that it's, you know, Megatron, old bucket helmet, the Septicon Warlord. And he has an Autobot symbol inscribed on his chest. Interesting. This is Megatron. To any who hear this, heed my words. There is a threat coming that will dwarf our petty civil war. We, the crew of the Lost Light, send this message back to a previous time, a time before the conquering occurred, in hopes of rising up a rebellion. If any Decepticon gets this message, consider this a priority one override to all previous on-standing orders. You must seek out the following locations on Cybertron and use them as a tactical advantage against the oncoming threat. There are creatures coming, and they will tear our world apart. Like you hear, like you see other Autobots in the background, it's like, Megatron, we don't have time for this, keep going. And like, you know, explosions. You see what looks like Tarantula's ship outside grabbing onto the side of the hull, like starting to tear its way in, mm-hmm. as like he's like going to pull the disc out as it's still burning and like, you know, takes off. And just, it cuts. He must have been warning us about those things that were Tarantulas' ships. You saved to yourself? I saved to myself. <laughs> I'm drunk. Exposition. <laughs> no, no, it's fantastic. It's like, that happens in shows all the time. Brother Alveolog. Turns out the fourth wall. The, the time codes on that are like about. 35 million years in the future. Hmm. And like, it also has like location dates of where the Ethereum was found, and there's like an interstellar date of where they found um, the ship Tarantula's found. What are the locations? I was just telling you them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was literally describing to you. <laughs> Were you not listening to that part? I was processing. <laughs> <laughs> He's drunk then. Give me a break. So yeah, one of the locations that shows up is where Tarantulas took the Ethereal, mm-hmm. and the other one is way in orbit, like like past this local solar system, systems and systems out to uh, what looks like a small like satellite image of like one of those burst up ships and an old Cybertronian ship in orbit around a gas giant. If only we had someone who could jump us there. Or lead us there. Yeah, there's there's basic profiles of these things, these weird cuttlefish ships and stuff. Does it list any known weaknesses? They could find before the war went bad. Heavy ship armaments. Um, there's references to close quarters combat. This is bad. If these things worry Megatron. Enough that he's joined the other. We need to tell the others. I say to the comatose. <laughs> <laughs> you say to the wind. <laughs> Alright, that's good. You want to spin away from there? Yeah, sure. Alright, I gotta pause because Peter wants to be in every other one of these scenes. Alright, we're back. So we've spin away from Flutter to the wake. Who wants to go next? 
Were there any like named harbingers or anything like that? Rhinus was a named harbinger. Yeah. Oh, hey, really? He was part of them. Well, Rhin Rhinox is a harbinger. Yeah. Huh. Another order. He's like, all religious and shit. He was just in another location. All right, I'm going to approach him. So Necronom's kind of peeling. Doctor. Oh, you're saying? Sorry. Uh, he's just kind of peeling pieces of, pieces of his plate off. Like, he's still like <coughs> severely war damaged, and a lot of this seems a lot more than just the cannon. Just kind of peeling it off. Rhinox. Much has happened in this past cycle alone. What do you make of what they dug out from the from the seal? I believe it to be the fallen itself. Do you believe it wise if we commune with it? There is no wisdom in war, though we are warriors. The haze of battle pulls away from more delicate operations. I am not one for the spiritual, yet dealing with such a creature falls very much into that territory. And I feel that whatever it is that has been unleashed, if it threw him away so readily, it is more of a threat to us than the fall it ever could be. Be wary of the nemesis, for it bears that title out of intent and a great respect for its threat to Cybertron. Indeed. You are an expert on such things, as far as those go. Someone such as you would... I, I claim no professionalism or expertise, good doctor. I am a passenger on this journey. From the individual, from the individual and the separate, to eventually the collective one. It is your actions that speak for you. No boasting or words. It is your actions that define you. And I believe that someone of your particular skill set and beliefs may come in handy for what is to come. I ask if you would join us on our sojourn from this place, our journey to stop Tarantulas and whatever it is that he's doing. Whatever it is he has planned. The Mad Doctor has ill intent for this world, no matter what side of the war you ended up on. I will join your warband. I appreciate that. Your um, wisdom will come much in handy and will be much appreciated. You know, that's... Alright. Alright, you get Rhinox out of him. Get the bond. Forge a bond. Ooh, you forged a bond with him. He's a companion now. Alright, who wants to go next? Also, you didn't include the squire. You didn't get a chance to build bonds, you little bastard. Yeah. Nope, he didn't pop up. So. It's like, you know, if you guys <coughs> want the squire to be there, he's going to be there and, you know, soak up those bonds. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be imposing myself on dollars. Like, that can be a bit... Yeah, I didn't know that Especially at the funeral. Downtime. Like, we don't... Yeah. <laughs> Break up. Um, I'm going to be hanging out with Demolisher. How big is Demolisher? He's uh, bigger than you. He's the size of a leader class, which is okay. like Officer Megatron. Okay. Okay. Um, Just because so he's bulky. Yeah. I'm going to be hanging out with him. He's probably kind of confused by the fact that everyone's sad. Yeah, he is. He's, he has a child's mind. He doesn't understand death. Yeah. So I'm just going to be hanging out with him. Um, going to be like wrestling 
a bit. All right. Yeah, uh, playing around. I don't want him to eat me. I'm gonna try to teach him to not do that unless, like, we I mean, specifically ask. If you come by, I think you're a bit too big for him to eat because you're just like, are. you are too big for okay. him. Okay. So but he can try to, like, bite you in half. As long as he isn't actually trying to bite me in half. If it's just playing, that's fine. It's playing nibbling. Yeah. If it's like a dog, like, being like, er, that's fine. But as long as he's not, you know, actually sure. <laughs> Right? <laughs> fucking meat grinder my arm off. <laughs> you fucker! What's your foxes, though? Womp, womp. <laughs> Alright, he'll eat those. So yeah, I'm gonna be wrestling with him. Um... And trying to get him to understand that... People can be his friend without being inside him. Because <laughs> he doesn't seem to understand that. I, uh, I'm not going to say this to him or anything, but I feel a lot of, like, empathy, sympathy, whatever. Because, like, he's also... Look, my bond with him is Demolisher is a fellow victim of Decepticon experimentation. Oh, yeah, no, you can see it right on his skull, too. There's, like, extra plating that, that's been put back in place and bolted in where they were, like, playing around with his brain. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be hanging out with him. Very well uh, put in place, though. It has, like, it has like, a, like a craftsman's touch to it. Yeah. Surgeon's hands. <laughs> they are skilled. I'll give them that. All right, well, yeah, so yeah, he's just kind of sitting there, uh, you know, ha- wandering around the, the door where Multiplex went, and he's just kind of jumping on it a bit. He's, uh, he's going to be sleeping for a while yet, buddy. Mm-hmm. He's, like, looking around to wait. Nah, like, longer than we can wait. He'll, uh, he'll be in there for a while. He's not dead. No, he's in like, stasis. Exactly. Long. So it's not like a, it's not like I have to explain to this freaking kid or whatever that death is real. But <laughs> sometimes people go to sleep and they don't wake up for a while. It is a tricky thing to teach someone if your entire biology and culture has a thing where you go into a death sleep for a very long time. Right. It's a weird third lesson besides death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to him, either. Fetch. <laughs> right, if you want to come on scene to help this. Yeah. Sure. So, Sweetie comes on by. <gasps> ah. Oh yeah, you're, you're probably <laughs> yeah. small, aren't you? I'm a, like you're about to oh, make your introduction. <gasps> Are you a cassette? cassette no, one? I'm a size four, not to take away from Flutters being the smallest <laughs> one. So, so it's about your guys' size when yeah. you're split. Oh, okay. So, because that is not con size. So, like, yeah. Sweeper was walking by. He was like, hey. And as soon as he opened his mouth, uh, what was his name? Just destructive Demolisher. Demolisher. Like, scooped him up and went, oh. Oh, buddy. Come on. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> you're in his stomach. Oh. This is just like being on Tidal Wave. <laughs> hey, buddy. Ooh, ooh. Huh. Looks like people haven't been taking care of you from here in a while. Let me just brush it up for you and start the old your grinding sounds like sweeping up. He's making like purring sounds, holding the stone. <laughs> Someone's doing maintenance work to his insides. Hey, uh, yeah, thanks for that. It was pretty gross in there. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Name Sweeper, by the way. Hey, I'm a breakout. This is Demolisher. Uh. I'm trying to get him not to eat people, but, uh, oh boy. 
Well, I guess it'll take a while. So you're the director? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who are you? Who are you? Where are you? Where do you come from? <laughs> eh, I'm Sweeper with Operation Mirage. I work on. Uh, what was it? Jesus, can't remember the broadside. No, broadside is the second one. The Decepticon tidal version. Tidal wave. Tidal wave. I worked on Tidal Wave for a while, then I got Shipwreck, and I worked on Broadside for a while after that. I think he's a, one of your records. I don't know if just look at the wiki. Like. For reference, Tidal Wave was a Decepticon Titan okay. uh, that no one's really seen in a while. Um, an he's aircraft missing in action. He was an aircraft carrier slash base of operations. Broadside was that Energon hauler they crashed getting fuel for the Ark. It's out there in the Sea of Rust somewhere, crashed. It was also an aircraft carrier. Well, oh, that was an energon hauler, exactly like multiplex. Hmm. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. So, are you aligned with anything then? Uh, I mean, it comes and goes. You know, when you lose some friends, you gain some new friends, you change your allegiances. You know. People mm. don't seem to mind me really on either side. And, you know, points are kind of too big for me, so... Alright, alright. He throws you up with a bunch of scrap metal you caught loose. Uh. Uh. <laughs> well, should be nicer in there now. Excellent. Demolisher, thank! You're welcome, Demolisher. I guess we'll get used to this. So what does uh, a sweeper look like? Well, <laughs> <laughs> For a brief glimpse I got him. <laughs> right? I didn't want to have him to describe himself covered in vomit or anything. So, you know, let's just describe what he looks like. So yeah, sweeper's a size 4 transformer. He's uh, a multi-purpose um, utility vehicle. So his alt mode is... A sweeping, you know, street cleaner things mixed with a little bit with um, a fire truck and some other equipment hanging on there. So it's like you know, multi-purpose things. And on his robot form, he has a big jug of energy on his back and other fluids as well. If he needs some oil change and things like that, and yeah, that's him. Little you know, sweeper. But nobody seems to mind usually. He's been around. Nobody noticed. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, currently he has a Decepticon symbol, but he's a turncoat, so you just turn that around. <laughs> he just Jesus. taps it. Whoop. <laughs> My no, God. no, 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 no. Again, that's how he was surviving. Was, hey, he was born in Decepticon, and she got captured in the whatever. I'm like, ah, sure, I can be an Autobot, that's fine. And then his Autobot friend died and got captured in Decepticon. Sure, I'm a Decepticon. And went back and forth a couple times. That's his story. All right. <laughs> for some bonds then. Well, you definitely have a bond with Demolisher. Yeah. You're his friend. <laughs> so Demolisher, you do know that uh, you can have friends that you don't eat, right? You, you don't have to eat people that are be their friends. 
like sits for a moment and like grabs by your shoulders and tries to like put all of you inside of him and he can't. Nods. Yeah. And you don't have to eat everyone that's small either. They can be your friends too. He like slams his fist down and transforms into a large uh, mobile prison unit with like see-through bars and stuff where oh. he is right now. Hey. Hi. Yeah, so I get that that's your alt form. And if we ever have prisoners that we need to keep, you know, safe or like away from uh, other people, it's good to do that, but not everyone likes being eaten. He haunts at you, and when he does, it inadvertently triggers the cage part of him, so you get shocked a little. Ah! Like, <laughs> ah! just like getting zapped. Ah. Hmm. Uh, that fault. Uh, I guess you don't want me to insulate that. I'll just grab all the scenery, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's all shocky. <laughs> You're like, oh, this was a mistake! Ah, yeah, you can't let go! <laughs> the smoke's coming out of your hands! Ah. Uh, I take a little step out that's insulated, just put it out instead. Yeah, step yeah. Out. Huh. He'll, uh, he'll go back into, you know, his robot mode and kind of throw you out. Oh. Well. <coughs> well, that's fine. You should, uh, yeah. I, I don't have anything else to say. I'm done here. You have a companion, Demolisher. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, he has stats. Write him down somewhere and then remind me to give you stats after the game. Alright. What is the most important? Oh yeah, and do you want to get your own scene to oh, get your stuff? I think you had some scene in mind for me. Did I? Jump, jump, jump. Oh, fucking <laughs> right! <laughs> Alright, so this will be a little bit after the wake, you know. The wake is over, people are gathering together. So, who all, like, you have Mearshades? That's your companion, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, and Mearshades is still alive. Uh, you I got... also have um, the Reflector team. The Reflector team? So, the Reflector team, so, everyone, let, let me put on a little more, a little more upbeat music. I, I forgot about this scene. You're right, Peter. Officially bringing you on in. So yeah, people are having a light kind of hangout afterwards. So the reflector team, mere shades. Who are your companions? Um, this guy, demolisher. Yeah. demolisher. Demolisher. I'd like for blue to blur. Blur to also be our dude. And uh, shit, what's his name? I think you got blur last when you forced him on by freeing from slavery. Okay. Uh, and also I have tear, but not rip because. Mega. You recovered. You could have gotten him back. Oh, have we done that already? Yeah. Oh, already have. So it's... we're all not damaged and all our gear is back. Yeah. Okay. So blur, demolisher, rip, tear. Anyone from your side? Anyone else? Uh, no. Everybody. All right. And Kevin? I have Nutritus, Ambulon, Rhinox, and the Bug Swarm. Who I actually have a bond with. So everyone but the Bug Swarm, because it's a swarm of bugs. So Nitrosus, Ambulon, and Rhinox are all hanging out as well. So everyone, are you still drunk, hidden away somewhere? I'm not hidden, but I'm, I'm not feeling crying in a ditch. Yeah. So everyone's hanging out, you know, some of the other NPCs are there as well, like Cups there, and so's, uh, you know, um, Australian bot, uh, Jetfire, and, you know, Inferno, the rest of them. Um, yeah, they're, they're talking. Um, Nitrosus, so... Are we all going to be traveling with you going forward? 
You're going to be graced with my presence. I would hope so. Good. All right, all right. Thanks, thanks. Wait, is this one coming too? I mean, he does uh, offer drinks. Yeah, I mean, sure. So I don't know. Who is he? Hi, I'm Sweeper. He's one of Demolisher's <laughs> friends now. Yeah, he cleaned him up for us. He does look shinier and like less like pitted and stuff, and everything looks a little more like runs smoother. And there's no sparks going every time he opens his giant capture moss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Flutter. Nice to meet you, Flutter. I don't shake your hand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are threatened by his tininess? Is that it? I mean, he's still bigger than Flutter. Yeah. I mean, he's still smaller than most of us. But he does have drinks. <laughs> I will bring that up again. <laughs> he says as he takes a drink. Oh my god. Ambulance? Oh my god. Look at how small he is. I know you're small, Flutter, but look at him. That I am. He's so squat, and like, he'll like push you over. Oh. Gandalf like, pushes him directly on his side. Like, pushes you down. <laughs> well, good thing my tanks are made for, you know, this. Oh. I don't spill. Oh, my lord. <laughs> How upbeat he is. <laughs> and Drift's gonna kind of kick you a bit while you're down. Oh. <laughs> Who's doing that? Dr- uh, no, yeah, Drift. Gandalf <laughs> yeah. smashes his glass. And he's, all, and he's all small and plucky. It's adorable. <laughs> so I'm looking jealous. Now he comes and knows what you're laying down. And he like picks up a speaker and breaks over your head. Ah. I'm calling it, gang. Mascot. 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 They start kicking the shit out of you. They kick the ever-loving shit out of you. Like They're picking you up and haymaking you through tables. They're punching you. They're throwing drinks in your face. They're They're throwing you through plate glass. We're going to put a ground bridge up in the air, throw you into it, and then you come out of an even taller ground bridge, so you come Portal style? Chaos took you into an Autobot symbol? So a good, a good hazing goes by as they jump you in and declare you the mascot of the Don't team. worry, guys. I'll clean it up afterwards. <laughs> everyone liked that. Did everyone like that? Flutter. <laughs> it was enjoyable beating you up. Everyone. You get a bond with everyone or however it works, Peter. Sure. The whole party bonds with you because you're the mascot. <coughs> You're part of the war band. Part of the crew. Do you even have any weapons? I have a short sword. So you just have like a little like 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 fucking like helpful saw utility utility saw. Something like that. Yeah, a simple sword. Yeah. A mm-hmm. utility saw. Shing! And a little bit of under armor. He's so sturdy. Alright, well that's that's your scene then. Game jumped in. <laughs> I belong. <laughs> After we beat him up a bit, I kind of like waverly fly over to Necronom and just vomit oil on his feet. <laughs> yes, this is lovely. <laughs> this reminds me of my college days. He's kind of gazes off into the middle distance for a bit. Right. And then, Nick. like, a, pa- like a part portion of his faceplate just kind of falls off. It's like, yeah. 
Ambulance kind of moves by drinking. You need to get into a CR chamber, eh? Yeah. He's got a weird glowy eye under one of those. He usually doesn't have eyes, but under that crack, there is an eye. That's probably where your optics were. Yep. Necronom, you told me you didn't think some people could be redeemed. You really believe that? I do now. Huh. Sometimes for a person's own good, they can be put down, I suppose. What if they weren't fully operating under their own thrusters? Then I would be likely committing a horrible mistake if I was acting on half-information. Why do you ask? So how can you be sure? We can't be sure of many things, but for the good of the many, we must make decisions. You should, uh, you should get that scene, too. I agree. Take care. It's ominous. You're going to see each other in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he'll go to a CR chamber and get his... Big chamber, locks in, you kind of go into stasis as it, like, starts scanning you and do repairs. Okay. Um, okay. So the wake ends. You guys get some time to recuperate. You know, time in a CR chamber, that sort of thing. You gather up your resources and you get your convoy going. Because you don't have a single travel point anymore. Now you're all kind of off-roading together. Yep. So, so we're going to see the Fallen? Yep. You guys all think that's a good idea? I mean, I hear he's kind of... It's an idea. It's what we have Wait, is it a wake? What? It's not a wake, right? I think it is. Well, I thought they drained it. Shouldn't it be, like... Well, I mean, we're going to talk to it, right? So it's got to be awake. We're going to examine the sites and see what's there. I certainly hope it's not awake. That thing's terrible. If it is awake, it's in a weakened state. If we believe it is a danger, we can always just uh, put it down. Yeah, we can try. Be hard with a multiplex. So there you go. Sorry, I keep talking over you. No, it's good. That was perfect. So, who's all in their alt forms for this convoy? I'm basically always in my alt yeah. form. Yeah. Uh, I imagine you are as well. Is there two wheelers? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Definitely beast mode is more. Uh... Maneuverable. Yeah, for me, I guess being my human form is easier than being a little, you know, sweeper thing. Are you gonna ride on someone? Rhinox is a rhino. Sure, I'll ride on the rhino. Blur constantly has to slow down. He he'll like he'll he's like, all right, let's go, guys. We're gonna head out. Let's go. This is gonna be a great convoy. I'll lead the way. I'll lead the charge. Don't worry. We'll stay all in line. He's gone. That was a mistake. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, I was there the whole time. I was waiting there. Why were you there? I don't know. I had to look behind me. You guys had to know you didn't come by. I don't know what was going on. So I had to turn back. Fallen was all over there. I didn't want to go alone. If I went alone, I'd die probably. So I came back here when you guys are here. <laughs> what was that line? Was that, was that the motion of cutting his throat? No, it was just like... Snipping out his voice no, box? No, like, we're, we're still going. Like, shoot one of his legs. <laughs> so he was on equal footing with the rest of us. Hit him with, um... What was it? Uh, what's that thing that slows people down a lot? Like that drug. Like just tranquilizer. He's like, oh no. Put Danny DeVito back in his chest so that he can just stay. <laughs> 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 
We're uh, we're going across like basically a wasteland, right? Yeah. Okay. If he's gonna be zipping around anyways, uh, I'm gonna try and have him zip around in patterns so that he kicks up a lot of dust and debris, and then I'll just be up in the air analyzing it for seeing if it reveals any like hidden anyone lying in wait. That sounds like a good plan. That would expose anyone who's trying to ambush us. Yeah. It sounds like you're the planner. You're the strategist. I can't believe that. I didn't think of that. Why didn't I think of that? Because I'm the strategist. Because that's you. You're the planner. You're going to be the one that's going to be the eye in the sky. The bird's eye view. The, the spy satellite. That must be exhausting. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I have to think as I'm talking. The guy who voiced Blur in the cartoon and the movie was the Micro Machine trailer guy. He's a world record holder for being able to talk fast. They do not utilize it well. They just have to repeat the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids wouldn't understand this shit. They'd be like, what do you say? I don't understand Blur any time. Like, he has to repeat himself five times. He's so funny. So I understand what he's saying. Oh, I'm also wearing like a little homemade Decepticon symbol. There it is. There it is. I, I saw you telegraphing that. <laughs> That's great. I mean, if you want to do it the proper way. Yeah, just asking a Decepticon, so they'll get you a real one. That's okay. I don't wear it for them. Well, you wear it for him. That's how they got theirs. Why don't you just, like, draw a picture of his face? <laughs> well, his face looks like a Decepticon symbol. <laughs> I so, don't know. I will never so far. So, so yeah, Blur will do that. <laughs> this is just like my home of Or Where I was Tender, ten times running. Every time he comes in view. Alright, a long journey. Someone has to set a scene, someone else spins off. You kind of got know how this goes, right? Um, yeah. Did you want to uh, just load on from your plans that were coming in effect as well? Before yes, that? yes, I did. You are correct. So, um, your base, the one that was able to scan trenches of ship, now that he's shucked off most of the Cybertronian tech from it and it's repaired itself, uh, you've lost signal with it. You're not able to spy on him as accurately as you were before. He's not using that tech anymore. So it's been thrown away. But um, one of his ships, the Axelon, uh, no, the Ethereal, was on its way to Luna 2 on a direct course for the Wrecker HQ. So he's discarded the Cybertronian elements of his ships? Yeah. Essentially, like the, his first ship had Cybertronian elements of so that ancient Cybertronian vessel. That's how you're yeah. able to connect to it remotely. It was the Axelon. It was the Axelon. He just built it over this ship thinking they were the same tech that need to be welded mm -hmm. back together. But since his ship's alive, it's repaired itself enough that he's it's just thrown that cast off. So it's just like the squid ship now. Yeah. And the Ethereal was always like that. It was just buried and in stasis lock, essentially. So yeah, the Axelon, as it's still going to be called, is, um, or sorry, the Ethereal is on a direct course to the Wrecker HQ on Luna 2. So it's left orbit and it's going to be intercepting, but space is big. It's going to take some time before it gets there. Mm -hmm. um, you're able to pick up on the Axelon before you completely lose its signal that it is already on site, having gained a large amount of distance uh, ever since it you know, the, the, the fight of, of, of um, Icon. Uh, it's out in the Sea of Rust on some old ancient Cybertronian site that this facility no longer has any connections to. Um, the facility, though, points out that it is a space bridge installation that, was, that has been destroyed. So he's currently on site at that space bridge site with the Axelon. Okay. 
So I guess we should note those down in our notes here. Yeah. You know this for a fact because you have access to the computer system, but that, that advantage has failed now because he's literally thrown away the tech you were using to spy on him. Okay. So yeah. Um, so should we start the long journey? I think that's the long journey. Okay. Uh, so we're going out. We're traveling in a big convoy across the wreckage, kicking up dust. Um, I and Blur are out working to scout ahead and check for ambushes when suddenly Blur trips over something that everyone in the convoy thinks is useless or not of interest, uh, except for Breakout, who thinks it is extremely valuable. Um, what is it? And what do you do with it? I missed what you said it was. Everyone oh, else thinks it's so useless, we, but you think it's extremely valuable. Yeah, so Blur, like, just, Blur just like trips over something <laughs> that's like hidden in the... Uh, oh, Blur just doesn't trip. <laughs> like, he was in car mode, but when he when that took him out, he went out and left like a crater mark going for like two, three miles. He found a cache of cryptocurrency. <clears throat> so he hit something, and we all think it's just whatever. But to you, it's really important. Improvising. <laughs> um, it's the first thing that comes into your mind. I'll say it's an old. Uh, it's the Decepticon science facility that I was experimented on, and I'm like, there might still be people locked up in there. All right. Yeah. Blur tripped on like one of the entry hatches that's been covered up with rust. Okay, and we all want to keep moving, but you want to investigate. Yeah, so that is the scene that's been set. Do we roleplay? Yeah, we roleplay. Okay, I'm like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. It's like setting the scenes and shit. Well, Blur is three miles out there, uh, crashed like a race car. Like, one of his burning tires rolls by. Oh, God. I don't know if we have time to stop and investigate old labs and facilities. I mean... Multiplex gave his life so that we would win the day at this site. We don't know how long that advantage is going to last for. We have to honor his sacrifice and seize the advantage while we have it. Hey, Blur, are you, uh, are you good to get up? Don't worry about that. I have an excellent metabolism. I'm just patching myself now. I got a patch kit. I got a tire. I got a few new things. Can someone roll a tire over here? I'll roll his tire over. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, you're going, you're like, I got this, I got this, I got this, this is all me, guys. I'm being useful, I kind of think. Alright, can you, uh, <coughs> can you just run through this facility here and, uh, see if there's anyone in there still? Alright, after you, like, help Blur real quick, he's like, thank you, little guy, Let's look go. at you, you're so helpful, you're so useful, look at that. Picks you up, throws you, picks you up, throws you a few times, and, uh, then just runs back with you and drops you so you're spinning with the rest of the group as he, uh, Slams into the sand and just. Ah, his legs still hurt. There's a lot going on in there. It's a big, scary Decepticon facility. I don't want to be in a Decepticon facility. Who'd want to be in a Decepticon facility? They're going to experiment on you and do a bunch of horrible things to you. Probably change you. Put a bomb inside your chest. I don't know what's going to go on. That happened to me once. If you guys remember, back in the day, a bomb was put inside my chest and I was forced to work with for tarantulas. I was inside a Decepticon prison because I was a war criminal. Don't want to go back there. Don't want to go back in there either. He points to the uh, science facility. But are there people in there? No. That was good thinking, Breakout. 
fill it with cement it is. No, not anymore. <laughs> Die Decepticons come. <laughs> so how are you feeling about it now? I'm good to move on. I'd like to blow it up. We can mark the location, come back when we have time. We yeah. can definitely blow it up. I would quite like that. Yes. <coughs> yes. Yeah, mark it. Yeah. So, <laughs> set a scene to go. A little downtime. A little long journey. So, yeah. Fucking hate long journeys. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay in one place. It'd be a fucking short journey. <laughs> Can it be an Uber ride? You could like start up like a you could give a hook of like a conversation hook or something or a conflict. Arguing or something. Well, when everyone's looking to you, Overlord, you can always make a cut. Oh shit! Yeah, you're looking to me what to do, so I should make a cut. Sure. Uh, you die. Wait, Yay. what? Well, whenever someone doesn't know what to do and looks to me for what to do next, I instantly am supposed to make a soft cut. You can make a cut. And does that replace what they're supposed to do, or does it just keep going? Yeah, it's not like a strict machine. Okay. It's like, you know, <laughs> if there's a law, overloads you to, you know, stir things up. It's basically all what GMing is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Alright, um, in the distance, as you guys have been investigating this base and not having blur on lookout, uh, you see the telltale smoke trails of an oncoming threat. Looks like a uh, broken off swarm of uh, Deceptic- of Insecticons. If uh, they get too close, they're going to hold you guys down and uh, cause you to delay your journey. Ah. I guess we shouldn't dilly-dally. Hmm. So I guess I'll throw that at you, since yours seems to be a decision-maker. Alright. I am going to respond to this by laying traps down within the facility, like just on the top floor. That will cause it to attract them and then trap them inside. Okay. It's like a, you know, a beacon that gives off the sensation of like an injured Cybertronian uh, yeah. Leave some energy on behind? Yeah. There you go. And then trap them inside. Perfect. Alright. All right. Pass them on to Imperia. Alright then. Trap the facility and you guys drive on so you've left the scene. Along the way we encounter a sign of distress, a flare that's been given off. But there are signs along the way that it might be a trap or decoy. Um, how do you handle it? Oh, guys, I think there's some distress here. I, I can investigate. You go on, I'll catch up. And as he goes on by himself. Yeah, why don't you go scout off solo? Seems well, like a with, good plan. <laughs> oh, yes, I mean, that would be a great bonding experience. You would be able to guide him back to us, as you are the greatest tracker amongst us. Yes. I alone will be responsible for his safety. That his is fate. a great plan. <laughs> so, are you, I like, alone will be responsible for his fate. <laughs> so, are you, like, you put all the 
Decepticon symbol and you decide to just talk really like evil all of a sudden? Is that what you're doing here? He's mobile. No, I'm just super jealous of Sweeper. No, this is in character. Oh, the so end. unless you answer that in character, he was confronting. Breakout's confronting. I, I didn't know that that was a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't consider it a Decepticon symbol. I consider it a memorial for Multiplex. All right, you could have uh, had a better memorial. He's just a fan but... of the style. <laughs> Why are you, you gestured yourself when you said that? <laughs> it was a cool aesthetic. He's marking himself up to look more like his hero. But anyway, I truly believe that the best way for two people to bond, especially if there is friction between them, is for them to go off on a solo mission, alone, away from us, <laughs> where no one can see. That's... Survival of the fittest. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Sweeper, let's go. Woo! I mean, one of my bonds is I can I know I can trust Flutter no matter what. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my starting bonds, like with you, is like oh, I never see someone as cool as Breaker before, and I will bring us back no matter what. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon looks out for me, so. <laughs> what? Why did you pick up Rizzo? Spies and thieves. <laughs> Why not? He's so small and so cute. The moment they're out of like sight. Necron's like, no, really, just let them sell it by themselves. This is, it'll be better this way. <laughs> I mean... Sounds like a real leadership plan you've put together there. That sounds like you've really taken charge of this operation. You went from scientist to being a leader. That sounds like you've gone through a lot of internal character growth. I can really recognize that and respect that. Oh, please don't put that on me. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, we go on and investigate the Obvious trap. Yeah, there are flares everywhere. And, uh, yeah, there's signs of a battle that has happened here recently. You know, there's glassing on some of the rust spots. Uh, plasma burns. Alright, will you stand still and try not to sweep anything? I'm gonna... <laughs> sure thing! I'm gonna scan around. You're the boss! <laughs> try not to sweep anything! Sweep! <laughs> I'll do like a quick sensor suite of the area. Sure thing. Okay. So you're scanning the area, right? Yep. Alright, it looks like there was a struggle here. It looks like there's some flares been left out. Sweeper, while you're standing around doing nothing. Well, I also am on the lookout. Oh, you're looking around? Yep. Someone taps the back of your head. It's a gun barrel. Well, well. Look who we have here. It's Counterpunch. Counter <laughs> Hi there, I'm a sweeper. You're not a small one. Could have sworn the small one would have been here. Well, I am quite small. Yes, you are. But there's a smaller one. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Tell me, sweeper, where's, uh, where's the smaller one? Fragile one. Well, I think he's around you somewhere. Hey, Flutter, I think I found the person that we're looking for. <laughs> he just puts his, like, his finger to his mouth plate and kind of backs up into cover for a moment while you're doing that. <laughs> I'll hover back in. You hear the cocking of uh, a gun as Counterpunch walks out with one trained on you and one on Sweeper. Well, well, if it isn't Flutter. Counterpunch. We meet again. 
Who are you again? <laughs> so, <laughs> you fell for my trap. Sprang. Didn't exactly fall for it. Doesn't matter to the hunter. The cage still falls. And this is it? This is your cage? You with the gun? <laughs> is it Punch's gun? No, it's just a gun. <laughs> now you're saying uh, this is your argument with gun? Yeah. I've done more with less in the, pa- in the past, little one. Alright, well, uh, what do you say we both fire? See who gets hits the mark first. Do you have a bond with Counterpunch, by the way? Uh, I think I have a bond with Punch. No, I don't. You don't have any bonds with them? No. Huh. Huh. Well, now this will be a nice bonny experience. Huh. Shoot you in the wings. Oh. Yeah, okay, he's gonna try and shoot you. Okay, I'm gonna try and shoot him too. What? What is this? What, are, what, are, what is the outcome you're looking for? Uh... I'm just going to try and, uh, I mean, he thinks he's all slick, but he's not quite as fast and dexterous as I am, so I'm going to shoot the gun right out of his hand while tilting off to the side and dodging so his bullet. So maybe you're trying to talk sense with Grace to bedazzle him with your moves? Like, oh, you don't stuff here. That sounds fitting. Yeah. Yeah! Oh, man. All right, go, yeah, try to talk sense. Thirteen. Ooh. I was hoping you fail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to disarm him before he shoots you. What's your game here, Counterpunch? I mean, you're always around, but you never really do anything. What was your whole gambit here? You would, what, lure two people away and then somehow shoot them both? If I wanted to shoot you both, I would have blown the Tech 9 buried under this outpost. Okay. He says, smiling, as your scanners start to pick up plastique in the area. But I mean, here we both are, so again I have to ask, what's the game plan? The game plan? The game? It's a game of questions. Let me ask you one, since you asked me one. Sure. Sounds fun. What did you get off the disc? What disc? Ah, 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 I answered yours. You have to answer mine. Uh, I got a little history lesson from the future. That tracks, that tracks. Interesting, right? Was it everything he hoped it would be? Well, I answered your question. (laughs) Now it's my turn. Ah, you caught me. He's like walking around you too, I guess. It's that slow <laughs> shuffle, you know. Okay. I'm slowly getting higher and higher. Yeah. He's trying to position you so you'd have to like stand or cover to stay within talking distance and stuff. Have you figured out what the sides are yet? What the, what the what? sides? The sides are. I mean, some of my friends, they still think it's Decepticon, Autobot, but I know it's not. There's only one side. Did you want to answer? Yeah, answer. There's only one side. Losers. And me. (laughs) 
I mean, that's that's two sides. I know. I, 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 I smoke <laughs> asshole. Unless he's saying that he's, on, he's also a loser. I smoke assholes. <laughs> I can't just be on all the time. It was a cool line. He betrays everyone, even himself. He does. <laughs> All right, your question. <coughs> was it everything? Was it everything you think he would have wanted it to be? You're gonna have to be a little more clear, Captain Punch. He kind of gestures to the horizon, to where the ships are kind of flitting it out of sight. I think he got a little more than he bargained for. It's funny you mentioned that. Boss Man thinks it's a message specifically for him from Big Bucket Helmet. A sort of call from the future to take arms. He didn't get much out of it. Only a few stills, enough to see Dear Leader. But uh, if I was a gambling bot, his gun is labeled The Gambler. <laughs> it doesn't say The Gambler on it. If I was a gambling bot, I'd say there was more to that message than met the eye. My question? Yeah. How many people do you think are in this conversation? As mirror shades on stilts behind him with a knife. Oh! Knives? Do you erase a bond to make him attack or something? No, uh, no, no let's make him attack. Oh. We're just kind of... It's a standoff. Standoff. It's a good question. Is the answer rhetorical? He says, pointing with his non-gun hand. More or less. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. I don't know if you had going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Back to me. How would you like to... Both of us walk away from this. Oh, I was already going to walk away from this. I was just doing some work out here. One more question for your question. Where do you think let your people go? Breakout saved my people. Uh, breakout saved your people at the village. Who do you think let them go from the Axelon's prison hold? Let's just say I've... Uh... I've seen some interesting recordings about that whole situation. I bet you have. What I can't figure out is why. Uh, we're out of time. And that would be telling. I think I'll see you around. You're pretty smart. You're as smart as I am cool. <laughs> and he'll just kind of back away from the whole exchange. Bye, nice meeting you. <laughs> I think you should be you should be uh, getting back to the group now. Yeah, I think we've best get this place. Nice work. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. And uh, I know I was a little harsh on you, but uh, you're all right in a pinch. Don't worry, everyone's harsh on me. Uh, <laughs> I just gotta say, if you ever try and become the spiritual heart of this group, <laughs> I will end you. <laughs> That's my gimmick. Okay. And then we'll go back. <coughs> so, have you two learned friendship? Was it a great bonding experience? 
It was catch up. He says, probably knowing this was a huge uh, ambush the entire time. <laughs> we uh, learned a lot about each other and Counterpunch. Excellent. So, uh, it was a trick. I'm guessing you didn't kill him because he seems to be freaking immortal. <laughs> no, he's just a sweeper. <laughs> Son of a bitch! No, 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 no. Scene over. Right? That was perfect. That was really perfect. No, he's just a sweeper. Scene over. Big Decepticon face switches over to Autobot face. We're at a new, we're done the long journey. So I guess I'm mad that both you like, oh, Fatal will end me if I become switch of center of the group. <laughs> Huh. If he becomes the spiritual center of the group, is that what you said? Spiritual heart of the group. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw a scene before you guys get to uh, the Icon ruins. Sure. Uh, here we are. Oh, well, wait, guys. We should be marking more bonds and so on. Oh, yeah. There. Keep those bonds flowing. Yeah, I should mark a bond. Because I'm marking all of my bonds on my sheet because I've been using them all the time. Almost killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the Axelon. Tarantulas looks as sick as he is crazy. Um, there are dark shapes inside the Axelon. Old, broken down Cybertronians whose veins are pumping with dark purple glowing goo. Seeping out of like mortal wounds and tears in their body. Most of the missing limbs are having heads that have been blown apart and are still, like, functioning despite it. A veritable horde of the undead. And, like, dark purple energy coursing through the ship's interior veins. And he's just ta- circling on the bridge, like, talking to himself, trying to, with the back of his hand, bat away things that aren't there. I- I'm busy. I don't have time for this. This is, you're distracting me. Don't talk to me! He's just yelling in the middle of the ship. I don't have time for your games. I have work to do. I have a war to win. And uh, the whispering and that chanting, that ominous sound keeps getting louder. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And eventually, like, the zombies start, like, converging on him and start grabbing and pulling at him. And they start, like, pinning him down and dragging him, kicking and screaming. No! No! And there's a CR chamber that opens up that's been modified, and like there's dark energon flowing through it, and they start putting him in. It's like, you can't do this! This wasn't part of the deal! I own you! I'm the captain here, and the captain is in charge of the ship! And it just, it just shuts on him and starts running. And that's, uh, that's my scene. Woo-wee. <laughs> so, uh, and he's gone. Oh, you motherfucks. Alright, we're back. So, Iacon, the capital, where not long ago, but it feels longer now, your ally multiplex fell in battle. Uh, the area is still smoldering. There are still remnant insecticons scurrying about. Um, the place has gone kind of weird, though. There's, like, areas of the ground that are sunken and covered in pulsing purple spots. Um, the area that was blown open is still, like, smoldering and stuff, and off in the distance, uh, you can see where the Fallen was left, and that area is empty now, and there's, like, drag marks near it. We weren't fast enough. 
him. He had, he had the energon drained right out of him. He can't have gone far. Well, we'll just have to investigate. It's a good thing we have our tracker with us. And our warrior. And our leader. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. And our janitor. <laughs> yes. I'm here, too. <laughs> He immediately shuts down at the idea that he's like, no, we're in charge now. <laughs> Fuck off. We're not so different, you and I, <laughs> says Tarantula at the back of your head. For many reasons, that is a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. All right, what are you looking for? I think we're just going to follow the tracks. They lead back into the hole in the ground. Oh. Just let me die. I'm going to light a flare and then drop it down. It goes down deep. Well, I'm gonna pull myself over the edge and just start climbing down. Which of you can't fly? I can't. I can't. None of us can fly but flutter. Mm. All the rest of your allies are just kind of standing at the edge. No, also, none of them can fly. No. Nitro Zeus kind of jumps forward and jumps directly into the hole. I'm a mortal! Oh, all right, that's very handy. I'm, I'm gonna pretty surf sure. Him. I'm gonna surf him down. Uh, but if you're serving him down, he's just free-falling straight to the hole. He's just going to hit terminal velocity. Yeah, but he's going to hit the ground. Yes, <laughs> then then shortly afterwards, so will you. No, and it'll still him. be terminal velocity. Yes, you'll hit him an immovable object. It'll be like you hit the ground. I guess. Since I can climb walls and take people with me, I am going to use uh, one of my webbings to just leave a resin, like... Make a people backpack? Oh, that too, yeah. Because they're all small. Right, well, yes. I'll, um, I'll still surf them down, but when we get close to the ground, I'll... No, I'm going to descend like a submarine into the depth, like shine a light on a wall to show Necronom where to go. This place is a huge security facility. Like, as you keep going, it's a straight silo down, but there's, like, doors and barriers that have been blown apart, grids, defense, auto turrets, they've all been scrapped. This place was ripped apart on the, uh, when they were opening the, uh, the seal. Yeah, I'm just picturing like Kung Fu Panda, that one prison there to keep that one guy down. In what? Kung Fu Panda 1. Kung Fu Panda 1. I don't remember that girl, sorry. Huh. I don't think we even watched it to the end. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. There was an entire facility built as a giant hall to keep one you know, martial artist yeah. down on it. It is a facility that goes all the way down past that seal that was blown open yeah. that they just kept you know, attacking and destroying. <clears throat> so yeah, you space bridge to the bottom when you're almost at terminal velocity. Nitro Zeus just fucking smashes into the ground. Just BAM! He, he leaves an outline of himself. Does he, uh, does he get back up? Eventually. He, he like starts to shake off. Turns out my brain isn't shock absorbent. <laughs> I think awesome. I died for a few cycles there. Awesome. And yeah, just flutter, you descend down. It is absolutely dark down here. There's no lights at all. You can't even see the hole you came out of anymore. Like, you can't see the sky anymore. You're, you're actually pretty deep in the planet's, uh, like, like interior. Finally, this place multiplayer could have come. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, your depth, uh, yeah, your depth readings show that you're like you're in the no-go zones. There's a lot of parts of Cybertron that people just cannot go uh, because it's way too dangerous, and you're well past that area. Well, so yeah, the five of you, I guess, collect yourselves. Yep. Um, so this opens up into a large chamber, and uh, there's a, like, down here there's a series of kind of, like, stair and elevator mechanisms that take you down to another few levels. Uh, this interior is, like, decorated in, like, drawings of ancient Cybertron's past. The, the imagery of the 13 primes comes up a lot. Uh, and Primus, like, the actual world that you're on. Your world, your god. I'm going to scan it and cross-reference it with the drawings in the temple and the drawings that we saw on the, um, what was the name of the ship? The Axelion? The Axelon. Axelon. Same time period. The Knights of Cybertron era. And some of it's even older. Like, this is from Cybertron's Golden Age, which was long gone by the time you were brought online. War of the Primes or something? Uh, maybe. It's hard to tell. There were a few. And they had different <laughs> primes. <laughs> but the Golden Age is pretty singular, and this, this almost predates it. The Nitro Zeus, again, he's like a strobe light undercarriage going on and stuff, so he's really bright, providing, you know, ambient light. And short bursts. Just constantly flickering. <laughs> changing color. But yeah, there are lifts that will take you down this facility a little bit more. That where the tracks lead? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, those go down silently powered on old manual systems. Like, not even Energon. These things run on, like, manual, like, like um, analog clockwork winding mechanisms. There are counterweights that are bringing this up and down. You know, it's a marvel of engineering, too, for, you know, the size and the weights involved. Very yeah. odd setup. It was meant to contain only uh, fallen. I wonder what took him back down here. Not insecticons. Maybe he crawled himself down here. It looked like he was dragged, right? There were drag marks. I suppose he could have dragged himself. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Threw himself down that pit. Would he want to have returned to his prison? I don't. I don't know. He's perhaps well, it's more than a prison. He's a bit beyond me. <laughs> Well, if it's a prison, maybe his stuff is here still. I don't know how much I want to use literal Satan's stuff. <laughs> no, when there is a worse threat, one must use what they can. The lift, uh, on that, the lift, you know, ends, opens, like all the different counterbalances go on, and you're in uh, what can only be described as a throne room. This is... It's not enormous, like it's not beyond comprehension, but it's big. And it has 13 columns, one of them has been destroyed and crumbled, uh, leading the way to Greek column style. Like this architecture looks fairly Roman, but very like high-tech and cybernetic. And yeah, it's like the Roman Parthenon, like the Temple of the Gods. Yep. But like there are 13 yep. columns holding it up that lead to the back of the temple where there's a large relief of what can only be described as um, a, 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 a Anathem, an anathemic depiction of Unicron the Destroyer, a large anti-world that consumes life. 
and where his maw would be, uh, the throne's crown basically is, and there's a large figure seated on it. It's the Fallen. Uh, for size references, the Fallen's about as big as Optimus or Megatron, probably a little bit bigger. So bigger than all of us. Yeah, bigger than all of you. Uh, he looks like a stock Generation 1 Transformer. He's big, blocky, plated in black, absolute black. There's no other color on him. And he gives off a halo of burning red and purple fire. And it detects his fire. He's on fire right now. Uh, one of his arms is snapped in half and broken, being held on by like strands of metal and like muscle fiber tissue. It's kind of hanging aside. Uh, he's in the spinning image of almost Suter, like the Norse, you know, fire giant. Oh, from yeah, from Ragnarok. That'd be like the most recent version. Like he's Suter. He's all like lame in one arm. The other one, um, like, is on his throne and by his sides a large claymore of some sorts made of ancient Cybertronian material that burns just like he does. Uh, from his, he has, like, the face mask and uh, optics, and his optics burn with that purple-red fire. I guess we found them. I, I guess we did. Each one of the pillars of this Parthenon, the 13, are done in the image of the other primes. With the thirteenth one, with a thirteenth one destroyed. None of you are history buffs. Yep. He's the only one that's even been to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was made to order. Really, <coughs> of the basics. I don't suppose I know anything about this then. Um. They don't teach this in. I mean, you probably can infer this. Like, like, who's your character know about the primes? Like the thirteen, like hero, god, king, saviors of society. I would assume so. The one that's been destroyed is for Megatronus Prime. Yeah. Oh. Who, like, isn't known for being different from the rest of them or anything. He was just one of the Primes. Yeah. And Chrome kind of, like, hisses and kind of takes a few steps back in the presence of all these flames and kind of shields his face with an arm. That xenomorph sound? Yeah. Megatronus Prime. That's not his name. No, he's talking about the statue. Oh, okay. Why would he destroy that one, none of the others? Wait, well, Megatron I know, was a prime? Uh, <laughs> I know that um, Megatron took his name from it. Maybe he doesn't like Megatron was done? I'm going to scan back through the video logs. Have we seen Megatron is defaced in any of the other? No. Well, why don't we go and ask him as I start approaching? Don't worry. Everybody's getting close to Satan. Don't worry, Captain told me this one thing. Bow, we grow up, meet me, bonk. Motherfuck. <laughs> the universal fucking green. Son of a bitch. He's referencing the movie. A bad part of it. It wasn't great. <laughs> oh, poor thing, I didn't watch it. No. So, in the movie, Cap, the old guy, you know, the one that's there, teaches people like, oh, there's this universal greeting that they can use on anyone. And, you know, he goes sort of like perennial looking things like, oh, talk this nonsense. And, you know, hmm. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, there's a universal greeting, and it's dumb as fuck. Bobby, that picture I posted is what the fall looks like. Bobby. Bobby. Okay. Yeah, as uh, he approaches, Necron just keeps walking further and further back until he's sh shrouded in shadow. 
You still in the universal greeting? Yeah, I'm using the universal greeting. Is there a problem, Necronaut? I am tired. Get what you can out of him, and I will. I will wait here. Yeah, he just kind of curls back into that weird xenomorph fetal position he does. What else is in this room? Just that? Just just dust and bones. Just dust, bones, the columns, and the flaming dude? Yeah, and his sword lying by his side. Okay. Logging this in the files. <laughs> Again, he is literally Satan as well. Yeah. And yeah. there are, those are actual bones. Like, those are the fossilized remains of prehistoric Cybertronian lives. I was wondering, I'm like, do we have bones? Yeah, like ancient super predators that used to live on the planet before the rise of, you know, intelligent Cybertronians. Well, Because the devil's the one that hides all the dinosaur bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, Breakout, look like it's uh, up to us. Wait, I, uh... I don't really have anything to say to him. I don't even remember why we came here. Uh, <laughs> this was literally all his plan. Classic breakout. <laughs> I mean, Necronom was the one that wanted to talk to him, right? Yeah. This, <laughs> so this is the plan we all agreed upon. <laughs> I mean, we agreed upon it. We just follow your orders blindly. Just, you wanted to do it, so I was like, okay, sure. Well, this should be a valuable lesson for you. Go on. <laughs> okay. I'll go forward, too. I'm going to be like behind them, but like in guarding washer so I can like grab them if I need to. Yeah, you're bigger than us, so you're the nanny here. <laughs> Not used to being bigger than so many people. Right? <laughs> Alright, who's going first? Hi, I'm Sweeper. Who are you? He's like he's he's sitting like this on his throne too, like with one arm curled up and damaged, and the other one just on his brow on the throne, looking at you guys. You can see his objects moving. Why have you come to my domain? That voice echoes all around you guys. It doesn't just come from him. There's a threat to the world, and we need to stop it. We were hoping you might have information that could aid us in our cause. Once I took up this task, and all you see before you was my reward. Well, early there was a battle here, and I think some people dragged you out, wanted to know what's going on here, and so on, I guess. The children of Unicron have returned, as as I had heralded so long ago. That's what you originally rose up against? I went out into the void between our empire, as our empire was galactic, when the children of Primus once were a proud race of emperors, each one controlling a star system across every light that could ever blink. So I went to the void to find more for the people of Cybertron. And in the depths in between stars, I found them, Unicron's children, 
is creations. I did battle against them, but knew that the Empire as it was could never stand against them. So I fashioned myself tools and weapons, and I came back to warn my people. But they had grown languid from their rulership. So I turned my open hand into a fist and forced them to adapt. And for my troubles and my loyalty, I was thrown in a pit and labeled the herald of the destroyer himself, his right hand being. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I was a little confused by you saying that you railed against the children of Unicorn, because I had always heard that you were, uh, you know, with him. Yeah, he makes that kind of like head-rolling motion in his throne. Well, I guess, you know, consider them the victors and they tell the story, so you won't hear both sides. So don't you want to still pursue your original intention? I mean, have you just given up? I was betrayed by my warband, my brothers. I was cast aside by God himself. And I was relabeled some sort of nemesis prime. An archenemy for all of my, all of the civilization I fought for. I've done this once before. And that was when I was at the peak of power and we had an empire spanning galaxies. You can all rot. And I will see you all when you reach my pit that I have been placed ruler of. He's making reference to being the Lord of Hell. Where you all go and you'll die. Well, is there any way to stop those children? You have to destroy them, obviously. But there's more. They're insidious. If you stay around the old machines too long, they hijack your thought processes and turn you into their servant. Yes. They're mesmerists and hypnotists. Hmm. They turn good, loyal, primus-fearing citizens into cultists. You said you constructed weapons to fight them with. I constructed weapons to fight my the Empire with, to show them the a prelude of what was to come, and sharpen their battle sense. Could these weapons be used against the children? Well, I know one of them has been relocated, and the other one hasn't been used in millennia. Where would we find it? Hanging high above Primus's body, in a constant binary dance. Luna too? Yeah, I think he means the moon. Oh. Why doesn't he just say the moon? Come on. He did. <laughs> and Luna 2 is where Tarantulas is going. 
Sounds like we have more reason than ever to stop them from getting there. The spawn of Unicron come in cycles. They wait until the galaxy is full of conquest. They sweep in and consume them like... scraplets. They pick everything to the bone, use the... Use the, the, the shells of the dead to build more of their kind, infuse them with the blood of the destroyer, and they retreat to the void and wait for more to come. They're mesmerizing powers. Is there any way to resist it? Well, I knew of one way to solve it. He says with a finality you know comes from a, you know, super murderer. <laughs> you must have strong will. When I found these things, I drank of their blood and took Unicron's spark within myself. I let it flow through me, and I used to fight off their influence. Huh. None of you have that will. None of you have... the strength necessary to make the to make the choices that would benefit the many. So you say. So I know. Necronome kind of claws forward. He's shrouded in like his own resin that's kind of like flowing behind him. He's partially covered himself in it. Yeah. What would you know? <clears throat> Sealed down here, away from the rest of the world, contemplating your own greatness, your own... I know my gods spark cycles, and I know they slow. And even down here, locked away from my world, I can hear the bombardments above. There is no Grey Empire above to resist these things. You've all destroyed yourselves in... You've all turned inward, like all warriors do. Without, an, oh, sorry, sorry. Without an enemy to fight against, you turn your swords on your own brothers. It was never about empires or causes. It was about the individual. The individual is weak and pointless. We've disproven that. We've made strides so far, and we will continue to. Take your individualism and throw it to the winds of the turn of the galaxy. Tell me what it answers back. The galaxy spins on. At its heart, a black hole. That is the value of your individualism. One day I will grow strong again. I will regain my power. Primus will rise up and so will I. And we will have a reckoning. <clears throat> but the failure of the Empire above has delayed that day. While I convalesce here another millennium. Hmm. How long had he rushed before? Like, when was he sealed away? He was sealed away at the dawn of time. <laughs> See, and they got enough dark energy to power both ships out of him. Uh, See, if Multiplex was around, he might be able to tell you more. I mean, was Multiplex around for the first dawn of time or the second one? There have been a few. <laughs> Who can say? Is this the first Nemesis Prime or the second? No one knows. If only we had Cup around. He was around. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Cup could tell you. He was showing this guy's diapers. 
when I was around back when I was a wheel. <laughs> well, it sounds like we need to get to Luna too. Get whatever's there before Tarantulas does. I believe we've gotten all we can from this this remnant. The two spawn you face are vanguard forces. Begs, they were caught in my war. One was left lying dead in orbit, the other one was buried and examined, and then buried so no one could examine it. If they are brought fully active and allowed to have their plans come to fruition, they will call the swarm. No matter how powerful your individualism is, you cannot face the swarm. So how do we shut them down? You need to destroy them. You need orbital cannons. You need explosives. You need to get on board and cut out their heart and drink their blood and spill it on the altar of Primus. The altar of Primus, for those of you who probably didn't go to school in this brand new empire on the top side, is the ever-beating heart of war that exists in every one of your spark cages. Kill them in combat. Do not let them phone their home. I was with you for steps one, two, and three, but uh, four and five, maybe we'll cut those out. Kill them? The... want to kill them. No, 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 no. Orbital cannons, explosives, go on, cut out their hearts. But when we get to the drinking of their blood... He was in a very <laughs> flourishy way saying raise an army and go to war with them. Yeah. Not literally cannibalize them. I mean, you also do that if you're powerful enough, you know, take their power, blood of Unicron. Become the Ascendant. <laughs> That's what he did. Back yeah. when, spoiler he was Megatronus Prime. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. I didn't realize, actually. This whole ancestral war thing. <laughs> He's Nemesis Prime now. The Fallen. He came back and relabeled himself and, you know, was a war tyrant and tried to warn people about the Reapers by throwing huge and horrifying armies yeah. at them. I mean, you know, Transformers tend to change the names and just oh, yeah. they change the looks. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is part of your nature. It's, that's Adaptus at work. Rise up, we're all the most prime. <laughs> well, maybe we should be on our way. Perhaps. The end of days come. If you don't stop them from contacting the Swarm, then Unicron will take this round. And then Primus is such a... With Primus so improved by your individualism, I fear he may not be able to fight it off this time. I think you underestimate our will. He has no response to that. <laughs> He's the devil. So you will stay slumbering in your pit? Until the Day of Reckoning. Until Judgment Day. Pray that you've been offlined by then and already submitted to my pit. I will not be. I will not be lenient to those that oppose me when I take my vengeance. Breakout just kind of nods, and then he like puts his uh, hands on sweeper and flutter, and it's like, time to go. <laughs> time to stop talking to the devil. <laughs> Fine, that's meeting you. You do not take a bond with the Fallen. <laughs> I mean... I mean, we, you can, sure. You can do it. both softly, so yes. Sure, sure. You can, because you're, you're you. 
Because I'm a plucky one. He's gonna be like, what was that little guy's name? <laughs> he seemed pleasant. I'll kill him quick. Yeah, I'll murder him. I mean, <coughs> if I have bonds with anyone, they, you know, think fondly of me, and they won't go out of their way to hurt me. And well, so yeah, on. if you guys started a fight with him, he might have probably ignored you. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would have not even paid attention to you as he was swinging that fucking claymore around. That's fine. Doing destructive and necrotic damage. <laughs> Making the hardest cuts possible. He's he's essentially a baby overlord. He's a threat to the world. He, he's, he's a thing from a different campaign. <laughs> Next time, maybe. Maybe or one a previous time. No, 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 no. You guys uh, retreat from the, the Fallen's, uh, what was the name, Parthenon? Mm -hmm. Alright, you get back into the elevator, you take the lift up. I'm using Tranches' music for him too, because they're both tied by the Unicron stuff. Neat. It's, a, it's an audio callback. It's a light motif. It is. Alright, so you guys have a scene together while you're traveling back. After we go to Luna 2, stop whatever's going on, find whatever we need to find, dig it out, learn how to use it against the children. Maybe we should go to the places where they were originally found, see if there's any clues there, any hints at what stowed them away before. I mean, if they were imprisoned or comatose, Something must have caused it. Maybe we could find out what. Things to hold them. Things we can weaponize. Precisely. Also, apparently, Luna 2 has a weapon that can destroy them. Isn't yeah. that what... Or yeah. Luna 2 might be a weapon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Fallen heavily implied he made Luna 1 and Luna 2, or they made them to be weapons against him. And yeah. That ipso facto is what you guys could use. But Luna 1's gone. Uh, well, call back to, you know, Beast Wars or something like that. The Valk? Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, no, the Valk would be allies. The creator of the show was like, oh, yeah, let's put on two moons there. If we want to turn into Earth, we'll just blow one of them up and... <laughs> and so they did! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I had more prescience of mind, I would have put reference to the Valk in here somewhere. Mm. But I didn't. Um, well, if one will see the facility where... One of them was house. I think that's in Shrine of Ross, and that's where... The it was not in the Shrine of Ross. No, sorry. The Sea of Ross. Sea of Ross, there you go. <laughs> and around there is when, where one of the ships went, so it wouldn't be a long journey to check both out. So, where do we go first? Space? You feeling any better, Necronom? Just fine. His uh, resin is like smoking and kind of cindering in places, despite the fact he wasn't actually touched by the fire. It's wow. kind of crazy. We just met the nemesis. He was a nice guy. Oh, that's not how I read that conversation. All things considered. He wasn't as... No, he's evil. He wanted... He... No, he's evil. But, like, he wasn't aggressive to us at the time. Yeah, but he knows the threat that we're facing, and he was willing to be passive in the face of it. Yeah, like, I'm not saying he's a good person, he's, he's, no, he's I, fallen, I but, it. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that didn't end in a fight. 
never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> Don't feel like getting our new mascot killed. Crush like a bug. <laughs> so squishy. Well then guys, time to decide. Where are we going? I think we should go straight to level two. That would be a funny way it. there. Time to waste. Oh right. I mean, the Skylings probably crashed somewhere next to the Shrine of Rust. Skylings is a legitimate uh, person you can use to fly there. He has a spaceship. Yep. Oh. Remember when we launched him here? There. No, I don't. Really also, know. the uh, Guardian Beast, which teleported us up into space. Oh, uh, Guardian Beast is not usable for that. Not plus, a laser pointer to be like. Plus, he can get you in, in low orbit, but. I know people have probably know this Reddit factoid because it shows on Reddit 80 times a day. Hmm. But the distance between Earth and its moon could fit the entire solar system's planets in between it. What? Yeah. If you stand them next to each other. Far fuck away. Yeah. Even the biggest planet? Even Jupiter. That doesn't And Jupiter's shit tons big. The moon's far away, Nicole. That can't be right. I know. It's it's just, just you just got to kind of get into your crumple zone, buddy. You kind of just got to <laughs> go along with it. <laughs> Space be big. That was a lie. How long does it take to get there? A like, shit ton. Like a week. If it only takes a week, that's no way. Yeah, and max speed on a rocket. I don't know, man. Plus, they use a slingshot maneuver and everything. Really? Yeah, they slingshot. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, he can teleport into low orbit, and then you have to like swim your way to Luna 2 a million years later. Don't end up like Skybolt. Silverbolt, yeah, you'll end up like Silverbolt. What? <laughs> He's just doing this constantly for eternity. Like, like in that scene in Gravity where she gets knocked loose, and you just see from her health perspective everything's spinning around forever. That's him for the last like four million years. Remember, and he's still awake. He's just like. Okay, so... No, no, there's too much shearing pressure on him and stuff. He can't do anything but flail. Uh, remember Teyas, you know, fear of leaving the thing? Yeah. That's that, except you don't get trapped in Flailing chaos. doesn't drain energon, and Cybertronians gain energy from the sun as well. They can also take in solar power. So he didn't go unconscious or anything. He's just flailing That's constantly. not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> he should be able to kill himself. <laughs> Time to go to stasis, Locke. He should just be able to, like, decide to die. <laughs> I wish I could explode. Right. <laughs> so we're going to Silver Lake? Silver Lynx, yep. Skylink. Skylink. Close enough. Silver Because he's a bird and a cat. Uh, you know, he's a pterodactyl and a tiger, so a lynx. Yeah. And the Skylink is a friend of yours? You met him. You guys met him. I so just he's saw a friend him, of everyone him being crushed <laughs> right in front of the you know shrine of rust with all the harbingers and the you know the giant watching sphere. Remember that one rocket in that one rocket pod? That was him. Jeez, am I the only one taking notes and remembering things? You're, you are literally, but the rocket that uh, we sent the. <coughs> Prophet guys on? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a person. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I forgot yes. he was live. Okay, I just didn't like, recognize the person. name. I didn't re remember that he was like, like He was a people. You guys brought He wasn't stasis if, if you had just said the cultist death rocket, I totally would have clued in. <laughs> <laughs> it has a name. It's a person. 
It has a spark and all. It's just asleep, like multiplex. Well, let's go to that. Okay, so... We just get back. Is it another long journey back? Um... Yeah, let me pause for a second. So, after meeting with the Fallen, you guys, of course, head back to the Shrine of Rust, um, because you were decided to go to Luna 2, and head off the Ethereal before it gets there, and kills all the Wreckers in that Wrecker base it's on a direct course for. Yes. Even the Baby Wreckers. Even the babies. <laughs> Especially the Baby Wreckers. The, the young babies. <laughs> for that, though... You're going to need a way to get into space, and there is one at the Shrine of Rust. The Harbinger's uh, escort, Skylinks. Yep. He's been brought out of stasis and, you know, moved out of his... His alt form is, of course, the rocket shape, but in his natural form, he looks like a weird fucking dude. Uh, he has, like, the bottom part of, like, some sort of uh, panther beast, and the top part is some sort of pterodactyl creature and they're fused together and like they can separate the two separate entities. They're kind of like a natural animal combiner. There's a lot to unpack here. They're a natural combiner? Yeah, he's like an ancient Cybertronian symbiote. Yeah. Weird. It's like, he might look a little bit like, you know, one of oh, those Predacons. But he's not an actual Predacon. <laughs> yeah, that picture Peter posted. Yeah. Okay, so he's a, he's a fucking long neck, okay. Yeah. Well, he flies and then he's detached and the bottom quadrant part is a tiger. A lynx. That's gonna be a problem because those three horns don't hang out with long ass. You piece of shit! <laughs> you piece of shit! You didn't get over what? It's a reference to the land before time. Oh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Skylinks is awake. He's in his robot slash not rocket mode, which is whatever that picture, that monstrosity Peter posted. So yeah. Hello. Hi. Hello. You are the people responsible for freeing me from Stasis Lock, yes? Yes. Yes. This is his voice in the cartoon. <laughs> I'm not even joking. What, what is this voice supposed to be? British-ish. Okay. Um, An American or a Canadian doing a terrible impression of a British person who's snooty. Okay, I was a little bit like, is this supposed to be a Nazi accent again? No! Or German accent? <laughs> okay, no, a Nazi accent. No, he's an American shuttle, so what do you expect? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Peter! It's an American shuttle, what do you expect? <laughs> Fuck you, man, that's good. No, it's good. That's a uh, holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Ending on a good note. Right? <laughs> Fucking cut. We're done. <laughs> Direct, directed by Dick Wolf. I don't know why you always do that. Is this because his name's funny? Yeah, it's great. It's like how you cut a CSI episode or a Long Order <laughs> episode. Anyway, you are the box responsible for freeing me from Stasis Lock. Yes. I am eternally... We are eternally grateful. And we would be eternally grateful if you could give us a ride to Luna 2. Ah! The moon and back? What a simple excursion. I've ferried many a VIP, many a VIP to the moon and back. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we need to get there quickly because Tarantulas is headed there. And we need to stop him from being bad. 
being a monster at it. Well, I may not be as expedient as Astro Train, but I assure you my trip will be intellectually enlightening nonetheless. Is he actually really slow? He's not really slow. He's no Astro Train. Jesus Christ, you piece of... <laughs> he was being modest because he's so goddamn modest. Intellectually stimulating. That sounds ominous. Will I have to learn things? Every day you'll learn things, and with me as your guide, I will enkindle the spark of knowledge within all your minds about the natural wonder of the cosmos. Whoa. Also, we'll see if we can find my ally, Cosmos. I fear I can. he is still in orbit somewhere. Okay, uh, learning is great. Don't mind the tour as long as we don't dilly-daddle on it. We gotta get there quickly. We shan't dilly-dally, good wrecker. We shan't at all. I was like, dragging you out there, here it comes. Okay, what does it mean to fuel you? <laughs> oh, yeah, just, just, he, like, takes that robot and just start, like, that too, and starts drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Baby bird <laughs> stuff. No, you bitch. What? Anyway. <laughs> rocket ship, get on board the rocket. <laughs> A long journey happens. Scene one. You guys have just left Cybertron on your way to Luna 2. Um, along the way... Or actually, does someone else want to set the scene? I guess I could Peter, start. set the scene. So, <coughs> see all the you know, flashy buttons. Sweeper presses one of them and something goes wrong. Flutter, what happens? <laughs> um, what goes wrong? Well, there's many, many shiny buttons on the console. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you accidentally jettison a number of the supplies that we brought into space. Uh, and uh, Nitro Zeus, being the heroic hothead that he is, uh, immediately jumps out to start, and you know, immortal, fears nothing, jumps out to start collecting them and throwing them back into the ship not realizing that throwing them causes momentum in the other direction that pushes him further out. And we need to enact a great big rescue operation to go and save him and pull everything back inside. Which burns up a lot of time, but uh, we use your webbing to tether us in and make little web strands. And eventually we get it all done. Nitro Zeus isn't a student of space physics. He says, drifting slowly away from y'all. Um, so there are problems somewhere else. Yeah. How, how do you set scenes for the Overlord? Because the Overlord's not well, there. You, you go just pitch something to someone. You go, it's like, oh, they were flying by some asteroid bell. And, you know, what was waiting for us there, Overlord? Okay. Because um, I'm also the friction. Yeah. The friction. So, in addition to all of the supplies and people that we packed with us to come on this trip to Luna 2. Uh, there was also a secret stowaway from Tarantulas's force. Uh, who or what was it? A group of Insecticons stowed away on Skylinks and are currently right now chewing away through the fuel supply and drinking it up. So that once you get halfway to Luna 2, you'll just be stranded. How? 
you know what? I, I guess. Boom. Yeah, I guess like that's that's my answer. So I guess now I throw it to someone else. Yep. All right. Then you see. Yeah. So breakout. Uh, when you discover this, how do you react in a way that is uh, that causes unforeseen consequences? Well, I'm gonna shoot them. There it is. And they're full of fuel. Yeah. So they'll probably explode. Alright, so you cause an explosion in Skylands? Yeah. yeah. Alright, that's happening, guys. There's an explosion in Skylands. Some of the fuel blew up. Oh no, this is just like when I was born. The uh, extinguishing things. I appear to be suffering from some sort of engine indigestion issue. Could I have a maintenance person on hand? It's okay, we just need to open the affected areas to the vacuum of space. And once all the oxygen goes out, the fires will go out. Atmosphere. What? There's no oxygen, but there is atmosphere. It's atmosphere. Space? Okay. Let all the atmosphere out. What? Skylinks has an atmosphere. Cybertronian ships have atmospheres. I thought you were saying it wouldn't work because we're, we're in Not corrosive, corrosive oxygen, so, yeah. though. <laughs> I thought you were saying that we were in an atmosphere. I'm like, we're in space. You are in an atmosphere. In Skylinks. No. Outside of... <laughs> and then Nicole can throw that to someone else as you guys are dealing with the problem. Oh, right. Nicole, uh, I guess. So Flutter thought of the idea to vent the place. That's a good idea. Also, uh, am I supposed to solve this? Or what am I supposed no, you, to do? You, you could solve it, yeah. Because what I want is for Necronom to use his webbing to patch up the holes. In uh, his fuel lines. Because like, oh, after we deal with that, how do we like solve the whole problem and then to Necronom? Well, that could be the scene, and then you'd be like, okay, after we resolve that, uh, Necronom, how do you handle all this arguing about who's at fault? Yeah, sure. I'll just yep. copy paste. <laughs> all right, so the scene is you guys are now arguing. Like, I guess people are upset that, you know, fuel's just shot and spuds got on board. No one checked mm-hmm. in their explosions. I find someone we can all blame. That we won't feel bad about blaming. I guess the mask. Whose job was it to sweep for bugs? <laughs> oh, I guess I lost mine. Sorry. I did sweep the place. Maybe they got the last minute. Also, he's too cute to stay at for, stay mad at for too long, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I've done some good records. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I blame it on the sweeper. You blame it on the sweeper for not sweeping for bugs. Not ACB, always check for bears. <laughs> So, what do you set up for me? I'm the one. Set for me. Okay, because everyone's temporarily mad at you, but not for long, because you're the mascot. You're alone when a particularly large insecticon uh, crawls out of one of the crates and um, you know advances on you. How do you handle this? <laughs> I use the universal greeting and offer it some energy. You piece of shit! <laughs> All right, it's coming at you. Bowie, ground up, baby, bonk. You offered energon. Yeah. So we get the energon. I was gonna attack you. Ah! It's not intelligent. Insecticons aren't intelligent. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. I was like a sword. I let everyone know that I'm in danger. <laughs> Damn, you can't. It didn't work. 
Crickles oh, vent yeah. the entire room. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we vent the room, it's good back, and I just cook myself on the rope and pull Yeah, we would, like push like some resin into the door. It's like hold on to this. <laughs> you vent it. Alright. After that long journey, you can see it ahead. Luna 2, a large machine satellite in orbit around Cybertron. Uh, you know, there used to be, like, bases of operation in cities. They were destroyed, of course, during the Great War that you're currently in. But on it, still visible, still teeming with power and activity, is the Wrecker Base. And nearby, already kind of, you know, in orbit around it and clearly doing stuff, is the Ethereal. And so, I think on that note, we will end for tonight. I was Devin, Nicole, Tyler, Kevin, and Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off.